All right, so this whole episode is going to be just discussing a handful of cases of leftist violence and uh, incivility and just general douchebaggery. So I know uh, President Trump gets a lot of the the, um, blame, which, hey, look, he probably even eggs some of it on to I'm not going to lie. Like, I get it. He's pushing back. He's fighting back. But um, let's just look at some of this stuff that's been happening, uh, you know, this week and and even in the past. So if you go back to last year, uh, we had congressmen who were playing softball and some lefty was actually on the Bernie uh campaign team and not whatever he was a a volunteer I mean I don't think he was some important person but the point is a person for political reasons attempted to assassinate several GOP congressmen okay now that that's not necessarily Bernie's fault but and and Maxine Waters at the time hadn't even been you know uh calling for for violence and calling for disruption and uh, in the lives of, of GOP members, but, uh, it was happening, you know, very early into the Trump presidency. Uh, lately you've had the immigration talk, people, you know, blocking, uh, roads, blocking facilities to, uh, ice, you know, they've been, uh, I think there was one, uh, where was it? I think, uh, in DC. Yeah, it was, uh, a guy assaulted a police officer outside of the White House just after a, a rally uh, against immigration, against ICE in favor of abolishing ICE. Um, you've got uh, Mitch McConnell. I think he was just harassed by a bunch of uh, whatever the group. It's like a socialist group, the the same group that's uh, associated with that gal who just went up in New York, uh, Cortez, whatever that like 28 year old socialist gal. Uh, yeah, that group, they, they threatened Mitch McConnell said they know where he lives. You've got, um, footage coming out of Atlanta from anti ice protesters being violent and, you know, uncivil. Uh, you've got, uh, Steve Bannon was just at a bookstore minding his own business. The bookstore, uh, had to threaten to call the police on a woman because uh, she was yelling at him obscenities and she wouldn't leave. She refused to leave. Finally, she did after being threatened enough but to call the police. But the point is, like, these things are happening uh, at an increasing rate. Uh, there was another uh, attorney general of, down in Florida who was just out watching uh, a movie at the theater with her husband or boyfriend or whatever. And you know, a bunch of thugs surrounded her and him and, you know, basically tried to instigate and uh, get him to, to throw some punches or, or something. But either way, a bunch of obscenities are being uh, thrown at them. And, you know, this is, this kind of stuff is, was not happening uh, until recently. It was not happening, you know, uh, for the last eight to 10 years it was not happening under President Obama. As much as people said, oh, they hated President Obama, it wasn't, this stuff wasn't happening to him. 
if you were in the Obama administration, you did not need to worry about uh, going to uh, some conservative restaurant and being kicked out uh, like Sarah Sanders was just a, a couple of few weeks back. Uh, you know, the, the, the stuff is growing to a point where, um, you know, wh wh where are we at? Are we at like, uh, you know, red and blue drinking fountains? You know, are we are we segregating ourselves? Are our Democrats not allowed or not allowing us to even engage in civil society anymore just because we're winning politically? I, it's it's looking that way. Now, that's not to say all Democrats. I mean, I really don't think that's the case. I think that's a very fringe group. But I mean, you know, you've got fringe. Let's not let's not deny there are some fringe, you know, wackos on the right as, as well. But the thing is, they're not as outraged right now because they have you know, they're, they're, they're pretty happy with life. You know, the economy is doing good. They got their president they want and they're, they're, you know, things are going in their direction at least, you know, so they're not out there doing this stuff, but keep in mind, those same wackos weren't out doing stuff to very much of a degree at all. Uh, certainly not to this level of hysteria, uh, in the past eight years, it just wasn't happening. You can, you can say Dylan roof all day long. Guess what? Universally condemned on the right. Never once got traction. Never once did people on the right say, you know, that guy had a good point. No, none. Zero. Zero person with any credibility. You could find some fringe person. But I'm telling you right now, you have Maxine Waters. You have people in Congress calling for this stuff to happen right now. They're calling after the fact, when people are saying, wait, wait, what's happening with this at, at a restaurant? I can't go to a restaurant. Sarah Sanders can't go to a restaurant. And she's out there saying, you follow them. You go get them. You disrupt them. You don't let them go to the gas pump by themselves. You don't let them eat at a restaurant. This is the kind of stuff that is going to incite people to violence. That There's going to be a baseline of violence no matter what. Uh, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or you don't give a crap about politics and you're just a violent person. That stuff is going to happen at a baseline level no matter what. Um, inciting, inciting violence just because you aren't getting your way politically, A, it's childish. I mean, it's like going and kicking the bully's butt on the playground. Oh, just because I'm bullying you with our politics because we've been winning? Well, you know, you... Wait till the shoe is on the other foot. Are you sure you want to go down that path? Because what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know, are you sure you want this in, in you know, for two years? You, I mean, Democrats could be, in theory, back in power, um, you know, in 2018 almost. I mean, they could actually build a, a, a group of support and a base to, you know, energize their movement. And they could overthrow the, the House, you know, and the Senate. And probably not the Senate, but maybe, you never know, uh, Trump got elected. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you could basically, it'd be a stalemate for about two years. And then if you had that same level of enthusiasm in 2020, you could get them right out of office. But guess what? That's not how lefties want to do it. They get off the whole democracy and uh, constitutional republic train when it's inconvenient for them, when it's not working for them, but it's working against them. You didn't see people on the right uh, calling for, uh, you know, we need to pack the courts because, you know, the courts are just, you know, they have that gay marriage ruling and, you know, 
there was that Roe v. Wade thing back in the day, even though it was wildly unpopular and they forced it through anyway. I mean, we need to we need to stop these liberals. We need to pack the courts. You didn't hear you didn't hear conservatives doing that. They didn't. They just moved forward. You know, you had some ebbs and flows to their movements. You know, you had the the Reagan days, and you basically they won like every state. And you had some, you know, kind of uh, you know open mindedness uh, for the eight years of Obama, both presidencies. No way he gets elected twice without a huge chunk of support from people who would you know, were often voting Republican or independent or in the middle or didn't vote or were extremely, extremely white. You needed a lot of support in those those places, those battleground states in order to ever elect uh, Barack Obama twice. And, you know, and now you've got the you've had the Tea Party movement come back up and you've had uh, the Trump movement. So, you know, during none of that, were the the right wingers out there taking to the streets, attacking uh, government institutions, you know, like like literally attacking them, like showing up at ICE and not letting them go to work or until they're arrested, you know, or uh, attacking left wing uh, political um, opponents uh, in the streets and harassing them in restaurants and kicking them out of their stores and having our our right wing um, Republican uh, congressmen calling for violence against them or calling for disruption and, and, and really, you know, economic warfare, essentially, and, and, and cultural warfare, um, you know, but we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's, it's only getting worse and it's going to get even worse with the, the Supreme Court stuff and all the various subjects, issues of the day that come up. They're all on the back burner right now because of the Supreme Court thing. But, you know, give it about, uh, you know, a few weeks and we'll see. I don't know how long it's going to take to get the guy uh, confirmed, but there will be another issue again that's going to get, you know, the outrage train will keep rolling and you're going to have a lot more people who are willing to go out there and and agitate and and really uh, take it to uh, the, the whole conservative movement. And you know, I hate to break it to you. Most conservatives aren't that freaking weak, okay? Like, they are not going to sit there and just be, um, you know, assaulted uh, in public, in around our families. You know, I see that happening. I don't care if it's me or not. I'm going to stop it. It's not going to happen. Not, not on my watch, it's not. You know, you get up in, in somebody's face in a bookstore who's minding their own business and you don't look like you belong. You don't look like you're talking to them, like you know them and you're just over there causing a bunch of trouble. No, no, that stuff is, is not going to happen in polite society. You know, we can have our disagreements politically, but come on, you guys are taking this shit too far. Part of my French. But, uh, on that note, before I get too, uh, too angered by the, the violence of the left, I will just leave it at that until next time. Peace. Literally, peace.